0: We have ignition. T plus four seconds. Booster separation is go. beep, 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 beep. beep. Oh, no! The humanity! Oh, why? <laughs>
1: everybody, and welcome to Winter Bizarre Book Retorts!
0: Woo, it's Woo. bizarrer than usual!
1: I am Danielle.
0: I'm Sam.
1: And this is a podcast where one of us explains a weird piece of media to the other who has no experience with it, and this time it's winter-themed!
0: Yes, Danielle, you're giving me your media like a wrapped present. I don't know what's inside, but I'm excited to find out.
1: Yes. Well, you <laughs> do know what's inside, because we did swappies!
0: Okay, that's true, but I don't know what it's about. <laughs>
1: We did a – what do we call this again? Swap The Great Switcheroo Part the
0: <laughs> Second Twitcheroo or something. Great Switcheroo Part the
1: Second, Second Part, Part Two, Deweys, I don't know. Um, and so Sam gave me a, a couple of options and I chose The Magic Train, also called, called Next Stop Christmas. Oh, there it is.
0: <laughs> the Magic Train's got to exist in the Hallmark movie.
1: It does. Are you reading the summary? Is that the thing that we're still doing with this one?
0: Uh. I mean, I could, because I don't remember it, I'll be honest.
1: Sure. Sam, why don't you read that summary you gave me?
0: Oh, I have to scroll back up and find it, do I?
1: Yeah, I super didn't copy, (laughs) paste. I didn't even think of it until now. All
0: right, all right, let me think about it. Okay. Next stop, Christmas. We all get frustrated with holiday travel, but this woman has a particularly peculiar experience. She gets on a magic train back to her hometown and goes 10 years in the past, where she gets to consider, what if she picked a different guy? Note the supporting cast includes Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson.
1: That is not really the plot of this movie, just if I...
0: Oh, well... I mean,
1: kind of.
0: You mean a summer we give each other doesn't encapsulate the entirety of the movie? That never happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, sort of. Okay. Well, that is Next Top Christmas. I'm pretty sure this is a Hallmark movie. It it is. Terrific. All right. Ready for this?
0: Bring it on.
1: Okay. It opens, as all Next Top Christmas movies do, with Christmas music and city scenes. New York. It is New York in the winter.
0: (laughs) So it's basically every Christmas Hallmark movie ever.
1: hundred percent. And we <laughs> zoom in to a hospital surgery suite.
0: Oh no, who's dying? Is it Santa? It's gotta be saved?
1: No, they're doing some I assume it's a back surgery. It looks a little bit like a butt surgery, though, just saying the <laughs> they're
0: going in. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Maybe this person's getting like butt implants.
1: Yeah, I was assume, I was assuming in my headcanon that it was something butt related for sure and not a back surgery. <laughs>
0: I like your headcanon. I'm on board.
1: And so the doctor uh, finishes up as her phone rings as she's leaving the suite. And So the doctor
0: is our main protagonist who's going to have to figure out that she left behind the perfect boy in her small town by coming to the big city.
1: It absolutely is. Her name is Angie.
0: (laughs) Angie. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just like, I can see it coming like a train (laughs) barreling towards me through a tunnel.
1: Magic train. So Andy stares at the call coming through, and it's a picture of an older man, and she doesn't pick it up, I think is what's happening to see and I actually watched this twice, because I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I love those. <laughs> and she looks kind of sadly at the screen.
0: Is it Christopher Lloyd? It is not. Did your prediction come true? Is he the benevolent the conductor?
1: I'm not telling you that. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get there. I promise. Yay. Cut to her putting back on her civilian clothes when her mom, sister, and nephew call through on a video chat. And they ask her if she's coming home for the holidays or working again. And she absolutely defers this question. She's like, oh, you know, still have to check. Not sure.
0: Question. Yes. Are they all, like, on the same, like, yes. one person with a phone, or yeah, are they all calling from three different couch. phones? No, oh, okay. they're
1: one, one phone call that's on the couch.
0: so much more pressure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so they're all sitting on the couch, and the mom is played by Leah Thompson. So, yay! yay! So Angie asks her sister how the adoption is going, so that's a... Plot point for you Great And her sister says It's not going super well um, uh-huh. Andy's upset to hear that And she's concerned That her sister Hadn't like shared that With her earlier And her sister's like Well if you ever called I would tell you these One things One of those so, strained relationship Yeah And she basically like That's not fair I'm so busy at work And her mom's like This is the second year You've missed the holidays And she's like Well I'm on call So I can't go Even though she deferred That question earlier Don't know why She's <laughs> answering it now But she's like If anything changes I will let you know You'll be the first people to know
0: Ooh. So she's clearly Trying to
1: get out of the holiday season for some reason.
0: Do we know where home is? Like, how far is it?
1: Um, I forget, but it'll come up with magic like, trains.
0: Is this Midwest or is this Jersey? Like in the one I did about the... Uh...
1: It's not New Jersey. Okay. Where is it? It's a great question, Sam. Because where if it's really this? far away, <laughs> like
0: across the country... I mean that gives her a little bit more leeway if it's just like, oh, I don't want to take a train to Jersey, I'm like, that'll buy that.
1: No. This oh, we'll get into it. Wait, wait. We'll get Question into it. Though. Yeah.
0: This place has to be a train ride away, obviously.
1: Yeah, so yes.
0: Which is not saying much for America, which has very poor train infrastructure. So I didn't
1: think this hard on it, but I think maybe her family has moved in the in ten years or whatever it says sure. in the thing. And so I think she's going to Yonkers. Yonkers? Yeah. That's
0: not very far. Well,
1: <laughs> oh, I think that's where the, tr- I think that's where she's going. And then it turns out magic chain somewhere else.
0: Right, of course. I figured that part out, but like, all right, I'm less on her side now because Yalgreese is <laughs> not like.
1: We'll get in it. We'll get into it. It's not just like she doesn't want to go. There's reasons why she doesn't want to go. Okay, so. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I don't I need mean to dismiss her right it later. Away.
0: Okay, fine. Sorry. Didn't mean okay. to get ahead.
1: So she meets up with her doctor friend in the hallway, and her friend's like, what's up? And like, what's going on? And she admits that she doesn't want to go home since it's hard to watch her mom post divorce from her dad. So I'm assuming the person mm. on the phone call was maybe her dad, and her dad's in Arizona. And apparently she's just got too many. Feelings about it, and she can't be an adult and go home for the holidays.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that feeling's gonna be complicated, but unless the divorce like really involved her, unless it was like some messy, awful thing kind of divorce, right?
1: It doesn't necessarily sound like that. We don't go to a whole ton of details about it, but it sounds like it happened a couple of years ago, two years ago, give or take. So she hasn't been home in the last two years, and uh, she's apparently not talking to her dad because her dad called through and she didn't answer the phone. That's a fair point, and so I'm like, what? I, I get you have big feelings about this, but you were an adult when your parents got a divorce. I'm sure that still hurts. An, it hurts, but you are an adult, and you're like mom could probably use you and your yeah. dad during the holiday season post divorce. But it's just because you have too many feelings about it that you don't want to be there for other people. That they're trying to like include you and and be positive, but like it's kind of weird. <laughs> I have mixed feelings about this.
0: I bet. And it's not like her parents are trying to use her as an emotional crutch.
1: Yeah, you don't see any of that.
0: Or, like, bashing the other parent or any of those other kind of bad things. It's just like, It hey, just we'll sounds like she you. just doesn't
1: want to be there because she, you know, enjoyed holidays in the past, and this is not that holiday. Well,
0: things change, Buttercup. Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. if I don't know how sympathetic I am towards her two years in a row now.
0: Yeah, I feel you.
1: So they, she and her friend go out to a bar, and her friend is like, they're watching the news, like the news, the, not the news, the sports sports are on the on the tv in the bar the sports, the, 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 sports. sports. <laughs> the sports and there's a newscaster that's going through a very attractive newscaster and her friend's like i wouldn't mind finding that newscaster tyler grant under my tree if you know what i mean just pop points
0: you can't give his name of course
1: yeah she says his name and she's like he's a well-known sports commentator she helpfully supplies to <laughs>
0: no one because like, <laughs> like you can see him on knows. the tv <laughs> yeah like.
1: i was like oh thank you friend
0: <laughs> what what clumsy the exposition you have. It
1: so It's the worst line of the whole movie. I was like, come on.
0: Wow, if that's the worst line, the rest must be pretty great.
1: <laughs> so Angie admits she used to know him back in the day the sports combinator and uh, she came up with his famous catchphrase, when you can't get enough sports, I've got more.
0: Wait, what? That's terrible. That's his famous catchphrase. I would not be bragging about that I mean I've come up with a lot of terrible Names for things we do on this podcast Danielle but like If I came up with something that lame I would be like That wasn't me I I would Alan Smithy that One.
1: (laughs) Nope she loves it Totally telling her friend that she was the one that came up With it. Wow way to be mediocre (laughs) Yeah apparently she met him back in the day Because he came into the hospital That she was interning at with a Concussion and they ended up dating And apparently he proposed And she turned him down for reasons he's Dodo? too handsome <laughs> he is very handsome she says it was the last good christmas before everything changed her parents were still together her and her sister were were so close. i think it's farther back than this because she goes back 10 years remember but right, i don't but think then- but it sounded like her parents didn't actually get divorced till several years later
0: Right. Well, she said it was the last Christmas before her parents got divorced, right?
1: They said their parents were still together. Everything changed. Her sister was so close. But the timeline is kind of weird because it also sounds like her parents just got divorced a few years ago. But maybe it was the last one where her parents were like healthy. A couple. Okay. I, don't
0: I don't know, man. Timelines in movies don't make sense. Yeah, I'm and sure this one's going to make even less sense.
1: She says that she couldn't get married because it wasn't good timing. She was in med school. He was breaking into the network news. It just just wasn't the time to get married. They decided yeah. to not do it.
0: But that doesn't mean you have to break up, necessarily.
1: Yeah, well, apparently they did. And so okay. her friend pulls out her phone and starts to stalk him. And apparently he's Creepy. unmarried, but seriously dating, which our girl Angie already knows because she's a little bit of a stalker, too. And
0: Angie, baby, <laughs> bubula, come on. <laughs>
1: And Angie's best friend um, is like, well, you're better than her anyway. And she's like, no, she speaks five languages, has a two master's degree and has a book in the top 10 list. So yeah, he's he's doing okay without
0: me. I'm going to make some kind of like prediction here. This is, this is like the Christmas movie I did last time, which I can never remember the name of, but somehow you remember it, which is insane Christmas to me. Christmas Bounty? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, the boyfriend or the partner that gets broken up with, like the one that they they leave to be with their previous love, is way better. And they should never have left that one person to be with their previous love. Like, if she breaks up this guy and he loses his amazing girlfriend, that's not a win for him.
1: You'll find out. This oh. week on Booker Torts, Winter Bazaar. So yes. in the bar, as they're chatting about Mr. Tyler, who I for the li- I need to tell you this, for the life of me could not remember this dude's name, Tyler. I <laughs> wrote it like 50 times in my notes and I had to look it up almost every time. I had to like go back up to when I last wrote it because I was like, what is his name?
0: <laughs> is it just like too generic even for you?
1: <laughs> yeah, like Tyler, he just, he looks like a Tyler. He's just like, it's a generic white guy name. And I was like... Can't remember it. <laughs>
0: it's having the
1: hardest time every time, it, like literally until the like maybe my last page of notes was when I started getting his name. So they're at the bar, they're chatting about Tyler, and they are interrupted by Ben, who seems to be an old friend of Angie's, who apparently moved back in last summer to New York and did not tell her. Awkward, weird. So oh, very good what friends.
0: <laughs> a, what a small town to run into you in this one bar. <laughs>
1: So they grew up together. He asks Angie about the adoption for um, her sister, and he's uh, he said there's been some struggles with that. And she's like, I don't know. You know more than I do, which tells you a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately.
1: And apparently he's now working in corporate law. And she was like, what? You always wanted to be in family law? And he's like, I don't know. Ended up in corporate. They probably should have been in in family law. You're right. I kind of regret that. And Angie's friend is like super into Ben. And uh, Ben invites them for drinks. Angie's like, no, I've got to go catch the last train. And her friend is like, I'm going to stay because I want to get to know Ben. I bet you do. This is when she's going to Yonkers. Maybe that's where she lives. And then her family lives a completely different place. Okay. So she gets she has to go catch the 10, ten fifteen train. She is in the train station. She's standing in line and it's like cutting it close. It's almost ten fifteen. And she's staring at the clock when she gets called over by an older man at one of the windows. It's Christopher Lloyd.
0: Yes! Yay. Our our trickster god, Christopher Lloyd.
1: He's quirky and old, and she's like, Cool, give me my ticket, you quirky old guy. I'm in a hurry. <laughs>
0: Don't have time for your quirky old guy shenanigans.
1: And he's like, That's what I'm here for to help you out. Last ticket to Yonkers. See, it is Yonkers.
0: Okay, I'm glad you've confirmed your own notes.
1: <laughs> and then he goes, Sometimes what we want is not what we need. They say the magic of Christmas will find you wherever you are.
0: I think the Rolling Stones wrote that song, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: so too. It's one of their Christmas albums.
0: Right. And she's course. like
1: she's like, Oh, they say that, huh? And she looks over at the clock, which now reads ten fifteen, and she's like, I'm not sure I'm gonna make. Are you sure I can make? make it to this one. you know you're giving me a ticket are you sure i'm going to make it to the train he's like oh you have plenty of time and when she looks back the clock reads 10 p.m. magic magic train
0: i do not no that's magic clock daniel <laughs>
1: So he gives her a very fancy gold round trip ticket. You know, the kind that like, it's yeah, it's like highlighted and pretty. And if like I a got that ticket at Grand 40s. Central Station
0: or Port Authority, wherever she is, you know, Penn Station, and I got a ticket that was like not a standard, you know, Port, you know, MTA ticket, i like, uh, they're not going to accept this on the train. They're going to like you know, make me pay for another ticket on board, and that's more expensive. So uh, well, give me she, a real ticket, please. She
1: does actually mention this. to The person who takes her ticket later, which I didn't actually put in my notes, but she thinks it's like a holiday promo or something. So she just takes the ticket.
0: Okay. Well, she's and a she and f- she does
1: have several minutes, which isn't much time. So I think she's just like, okay, you me a ticket. I paid for it. Bye.
0: <laughs> All right. Fine. Sure. I'm just saying. Suspicions raised.
1: Yeah. So to my surprise, she gets on the train, gives the guy a ticket. He's like, "What's this? I think it's a promo ticket. Yeah, probably. Blah blah." He just ticket. accepts. Like I've yeah. been doing the same before. <laughs> I was like, "That's bananas!" <laughs> right?
0: If I was a ticket, if the ticket person's like, "I don't recognize this ticket." Oh, I think it's. Trust me, it's totally a promotional. <laughs> totally <one."> well, real. <laughs> if you say so, random lady. So uh, no, she's off that train.
1: <laughs> yeah. To my surprise, she just gets on a normal train. I really thought that she was going to get on a fancy train because that made sense in my head. Because you got a fancy ticket and like you're going back in time, but no, it's just like a normal train.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: There's other people on it. Everything and. Uh, she's sitting on it. She's let's go flying along, and she falls asleep. And when she wakes up, uh, the train is all old fashioned, and it's Christmassy. And it's got bows of holly. So she wakes up know. in like the
0: old school steam engine train. Yes, perfect.
1: And this man comes up behind her and he's like, did you miss me? And it's Tyler. It's Tyler Grant, her ex-boyfriend slash sports commentator. Creepy. Yes. And she's very confused. But he is obviously on his way to meet her family for the first time and is asking all the appropriate like first meeting questions. Got it. Yep. She kisses him. She's like, maybe it's a dream. And she kisses him. Then she's like, whoa, okay, well.
0: It's that kind of dream, huh? Well, I'm going to go for it.
1: I don't know why that would be – that's literally, like, her second impulse. She's like, what is going on? And then she, like, leans in to kiss him. And I was like, what are you
0: doing? (laughs) Honestly, Danielle, if you thought it was a dream, you'd be like, that's like most people's first impulse, honestly.
1: (laughs) It was hardcore. I was just like surprised. She's an interesting character. I wish I could appropriate explain how she goes about this whole experience. I'm not sure I can.
0: I'm just saying, that's a very human impulse. Like This is a dream. I might as well take advantage of it as much as I can.
1: (laughs) She constantly feels like she's living in this kind of like dual mindset where she like can't remember that she's in the past, but and then like... Is also in the future but no she's in the past but keeps forgetting she's, it's very weird.
0: Oh okay that is bizarre.
1: So he goes in for another kiss and she's like ah no and then she hurries off. Now she off. says no. Yeah, like she just, she's very frenetic, like frenetic like she's super frenetic in this okay. movie. And she just hurries off to like another train car to I don't know look around take a breather I I don't know what she's doing she's literally just leaves the conversation.
0: <laughs> I must escape my very handsome and affectionate boyfriend. <laughs>
1: So she walks into the dining car, and guess who's there?
0: Christopher Lloyd.
1: Christopher Lloyd, and he's in a fancy conductor uniform. Yeah, Conductor Lloyd! Yeah, I'm so good at this game.
0: <laughs> to be fair, Danielle, that was everyone's first guess.
1: <laughs> Who else would Christopher Lloyd be in a Magic Train movie?
0: Exactly. Also, uh, does he have a name, or does he go Christopher Lloyd for the rest of the movie? Which oh, I'm fine with. He absolutely
1: does not have a name. Pretty sure.
0: Okay, cool. Perfect. <laughs>
1: And she's like, it's you. And he's like, it's not me. It's me. me. <laughs> hey, no, he doesn't. He's like, uh, it's not me. I don't know who you are, lady. Playing it and up, she, huh? She absolutely seems to buy that, at least in the moment. And then he's like, she's like, well, you must have a twin. He's like, guess so. And she tries to explain to him that she's on a magic train, a different train than she, you know, went on. Oh, that's going to go over
0: so well. <laughs>
1: And she's like, and I'm like with a guy I used to date who just bought me some, like brought in some donuts because he brought like coffee and donuts to her when he was like, hey, from I'm what? Here, the dining car? Yeah, from the little dining car. Uh-huh. There's like a table of buffet of donuts in there.
0: I've never been on a train that fancy, I'll be honest. I know.
1: <laughs> Christopher Lloyd shows her the donut table and it's like, would you like some donuts? We've got lots yes. of donuts. Yes, please. And she's, and she's like, I haven't had one of those train donuts, one of those. I don't know if she's referencing a donut. Check. A donut?
0: I haven't seen a donut around. <laughs> Ever since the great donut plague (laughs) of 1920, of 1985, donuts have been seen around these parts. It's been a real tragedy since I was wiped out by that donut fungus. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Bananas or something.
1: So she's like, I haven't had one of those in 10 years. Oh, wait. 10 years ago, I was on a train with Tyler going to visit my parents and we had these donuts. So she has like a moment where she's like, is this she's 10 years together. ago with Tyler? Insane. Yeah. She doesn't get there yet. Because then she then pulls out her old 2011 phone and tries to talk to her friend that works at the hospital, her hospital doctor friend. But the woman doesn't exist at the hospital, obviously. So she's she calls the hospital, yet.
0: says, "Guys, talk to Dr. So-and-so? And they're like, no one by that name exists yeah, here. Absolutely. That's the Got conversation.
1: It. And then, oh, he tells her that the train is about to head into Connecticut, which apparently is where the family lives.
0: So not Yonkers.
1: Not Yonkers. Got I it. was getting them confused because I forgot she was going home that night when she got on the train. I was thinking she was getting on a train to see her family, but that doesn't make sense. She wasn't going to see her family.
0: Why does she have to live in Yonkers? Is Yonkers relevant in any way other than just needs to be on train and Yonkers is far enough to do, to make train? No,
1: we never make it to Yonkers. I have no idea.
0: Okay, she could just get on any random subway car and the same thing could have... I guess you don't really need a ticket for that. All right, fine. I get it.
1: I don't know. So the train's about to head into Connecticut, which is not where it was going, obviously. And she begs him to let her go home to New York and shows him the ticket. But... The ticket now
0: says Connecticut.
1: No, half of it is faded away. So it just says like round. It doesn't say round trip anymore.
0: (laughs) Is this like a Back to the Future style? Kinda. Ticking clock where like, oh, you're fading away, Marty.
1: Yeah, a little bit. And he's like, sorry, it's not a round trip ticket. You can't get back if it's not a round trip.
0: Okay, question. If you're a ticket inspector and you just see the word round on part of a ticket, I think you can put two and two together, right?
1: I mean, you can, but this is Christopher Lloyd on a magic train.
0: Okay, I just just like, what say, what, what, what would round proceed on a ticket besides <laughs> trip? Like, it's a roundabout ticket. You're going the long <laughs> way. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nope, that's it.
0: Okay, sure. Fine. <laughs>
1: So she gives up her argument quickly and decides to head back to Tyler.
0: Also, you can't turn the train on. That's how trains work.
1: <laughs> and Christopher Lloyd wanders the train yelling, "Shepherd's Ferry, next stop. You'll never get home if you miss the stop. Which isn't horrifying at all.
0: Wow. Bleak?
1: <laughs> I was like, what a line,
0: Christopher Lloyd. Uh, I really hope he is like giving it his all in this yeah, movie. It's,
1: all, it's very Christopher Lloyd. Perfect. He's in page master, right?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure he does a voice in Page Master. I was thinking about Page Master. Is he like the librarian this. in Page Master? Something like that, yeah.
0: Why are you thinking about Page Master, now, Because I was thinking of Christopher here.
1: Lloyd and I was like, <laughs> he was in Page Master, right? And then I was like, I haven't seen that in a while. I should watch Page I was thinking about it while I was so that was your first Christopher Lloyd. Christopher
0: Lloyd movie was Page Master.
1: Probably. I mean
0: honestly. No, I mean like your first thought like when you think of Christopher Lloyd, your first yes. thought is Page Master. Page okay. That's a, a lot movie, about Sam. you. <laughs> is it? You haven't seen it forever. How do you know if it's still so good? I've
1: seen it many times. It's just been a minute.
0: Okay there's lots well, of good
1: christopher lloyd movies but that is one of them for sure
0: sure i'm fine
1: listeners what is your favorite christopher lloyd movie <laughs> that is
0: a very good question
1: <laughs> let us know we do want to know Please. and tyler is looking out the windows he's eating all the donuts of
0: and- <laughs> course. so wait he bought donuts for his girlfriend's like well she's not here anymore i guess they're all mine to his
1: credit he did say you're leaving me because he's like she's walking away randomly in the middle of their kiss and he's like I can't promise you there's going to be donuts when you come back. And when she walks back in, he's like, I told you I couldn't promise you there'd be donuts. <laughs> At
0: least he's honest about his foibles.
1: <laughs> so he's all enamored with the snow and the trees. And she mentions that one of them, um, one of the big trees that's out there is used for an annual tradition of the lighting of the star. But it had a mini mall. Where you hang built-
0: someone from the – no. <laughs> no.
1: But they had a mini mall built over it 10 years ago. Woo!
0: She's getting weirded out. So Wait. Does she recognize the tree while well,
1: they – Yeah, because it's like coming through the town and there's a giant tree in the center of the town that so they do a lighting ceremony at.
0: The train is going over right to the center of the town?
1: The train is like going up to – okay, nothing makes sense in this town. Okay, you, like, just, okay <laughs> that's landscape. fine. Like okay. why this tree, tree, big tree that they do a lighting ceremony at is kind of in the middle of nowhere by a train track. Who knows?
0: <laughs> okay, that's fine. I just want to make sure I was trying to understand like – how much is this leaning into this train is doing some wacky stuff so don't don't you know worry about it
1: yeah I don't I mean everything's kind of close to the train because you know
0: yeah plot. obviously. yeah <laughs> and okay.
1: setting. Great, fine it's
0: all it's all I wanted to understand was like is this like an exact replica for childhood home obviously not if the train is right in the middle of the city
1: well no I think this is probably exactly where the train thing is I don't think like the train plays a little loosey goosey with stuff, but I think this is where the train like depot okay. is. Well, that's in town. still
0: nonsense, but fine. <laughs>
1: so Tyler goes to get his coats, and she wonders out loud what is happening. And Christopher Lloyd is like, It's Christmas. Enjoy it while it lasts. She's like, Okay, crazy old guy. Okay. <laughs>
0: Have I had a creepy guy whisper to me, Enjoy it while it lasts? No, no, thank you. <laughs>
1: It's weird. So she gets off the train and she sees her dad, and she runs for him, excited to see him, and gives him a big hug. And I'm confused that she didn't answer her phone earlier. Right? I'm she's assuming that much that's her father. When I talked
0: to her dad. Yeah
1: yeah like he moved to Arizona. Does he no longer talk to his children? Does Wait, she not does talk the photo to him?
0: on the phone not match this man
1: i I think it does I had to like, it's like what she does is she picks it like she looks down on her phone it's ringing and you don't really see I don't think you see the picture super clearly in that shot and then she puts the phone up like she's washing her hands or something, and she puts the phone up and you see it's very small on the screen
0: okay, fine
1: and so at first, I wasn't even sure quite what was that's why I had to watch it twice because I was like, what is happening? fair enough. Um uh, so like I said, he acts like he has died in the intervening ten years. That's how she reacts to see. And I was like, he's he just like a couple just go visit him. You're a doctor. You have the money. Yeah. <laughs> like, you answer his phone calls. Did she blame him for the divorce? It's unclear.
0: <laughs> I mean, clearly you don't have to video chat people, so it shouldn't yeah. be that hard. It's
1: very weird. So the dad and Tyler hit it off immediately. She ends up introducing Tyler to the family, and she's like very excited about this because suddenly she's like, Oh, yeah, we have all these fun traditions, and I haven't been back in a while. And I, this is like the best year ever. Like, this was the year that I remember being the, pinnacle the best. Pinnacle Christmas. Yeah. So it's like she's really excited about it because apparently now that her family's not perfect, she can't handle doing any of the things
0: that she, she can. She sounds do. like such a prima donna. If it's not perfect, it's not so perfect, weird. I'm She's not a
1: weird character. I she grew on me by the end of the, the movie I actually liked her much more, but like the first half of this movie I was like, This seems like a problem you don't need to have.
0: Right, no, this is all over Be a an weekend. <laughs> yeah.
1: They go up to the bedroom at the house. They make back to the house, put away the things. And Tyler says, well, if we're going tree shopping, I need to change my clothes. And he's wearing a turtleneck and jeans. Which is
0: fine, like- I guess. he going to throw in a jacket and you're good to go.
1: I was like, is there a tree picking attire I'm not aware of?
0: Does he have to wear like flannel to fit? Like I'm a lumberjack now. Know.
1: They both change clothes and I find that very weird.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, good for them, I guess.
1: So her sister comes in, and Angie comments how nice it is to see her kids so young. Cause she has like another a little boy that she has. Um, when did you see it. them older? <laughs> when she 10 years later i know but that'd be like the question oh yeah she keeps saying things out loud and her family's like what are you talking about
0: yeah that's what i'm saying like this must (laughs) sound insane like when did you it's so good to see your kids while they're so young like what have they been they've only been this age like this is the oldest they've been (laughs)
1: she says like 80 percent of her thoughts out loud which is like a kind of funny comedic value occasionally but i'm also like are you crazy stop saying things
0: Danielle, that's basically you.
1: I wouldn't do it if I traveled 10 years in the past and knew I was in some (laughs) kind of time loop continuum. I'd be like, okay, we're going to keep our thoughts to ourselves, Danielle. I have a job. I don't say everything I think out loud. (laughs) 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 I know when to bring it back in.
0: (laughs) Okay, sure.
1: You've just never seen me in a like, environment where I had to be quiet.
0: That's true. I mean, maybe. I've only I've only seen non-professional Daniel. <laughs>
1: exactly. And so her sister comments that he's grown a lot since Angie saw him the last time, and because Angie never has time to see him. And you're like, well, apparently your relationship with your sister wasn't that good, but Angie doesn't seem to notice that at all.
0: So... Some things have changed less than they established. They, yeah. yeah.
1: And so, and then uh, Angie's sister is like, and mom wouldn't let us do any of the Christmas festivities until you arrive. Like, she's a little put out by it or something, even though I'll that-
0: grow up!
1: It doesn't really go anywhere, which is an odd choice to make the sister seem jealous of her and then not actually have that play out. Right. So, um, like I said, her sister obviously isn't thrilled at the state of their relationship, but Angie is obviously extremely oblivious in this moment. <laughs> She's just like excited to be 10 years back. And like I said, she can't keep track of current and future events. And I find it concerning, to be honest.
0: Maybe this is a side effect of the time travel where, like, your memories let's are superimposed <laughs> and you can't really sort them out. I mean, it would be pretty confusing if you were living out an altered timeline you know it didn't happen.
1: I'm sure it would be confusing. I just don't – I'm not sure she needs to say everything out loud. Well, and, I mean,
0: that's a different problem.
1: <laughs> but she decides she has herself a little pep talk while she's changing her clothes and, like, let's just enjoy it because it could end at any time. Like, it's perfect and happy and this is great. So I'm like, Look, I'm going to be gung-ho about this.
0: Is the real lesson here the past wasn't as perfect as you made it out to be? Yes, because your sister doesn't like you that much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she goes to change her clothes, and while she's like going through her closet, she notices this red dress, and she pulls it out. She kind of looks at it oddly, and she wonders why it looks so familiar, and then puts it back in there. And just FYI, because that comes up later.
0: <laughs> okay, great, thank you.
1: Um, at the tree farm, Tyler and Angie take her nephew to go meet Santa, and he knows is he wearing the, like, the red
0: dress. <laughs> Okay.
1: Um. So Santa does the, you know, what do you want for Christmas bit, blah, blah, blah. And then they let the little kid, who I don't know, maybe eight, runs off by himself, even though they had to like hand walk him over to the Santa. Mall? But let's there, No, it's not a mall. It's like a, open a tree air? lot. Okay. It's an open air tree lot. And then it has like a little Santa's workshop attached to it. Like it's the Christmas got center. It, and it, and it, right it, outside it. of there is the giant tree that they did a lighting ceremony. It's pretty close by. And then the train depot, all in the same set. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is the Santa played by Christopher Lloyd?
1: The Santa is not; it's a younger man. That's a like mistake. A, no, we'll get simple well, Sam. We'll get there.
0: No, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd should be playing all the ancillary parts. He should be like all that Christopher Lloyd all sense the time for the plot of this movie. <laughs> I don't care. I just want more Christopher Lloyd.
1: <laughs> well, you'll get more. Don't worry. Yay. and so. Like I said, they just let the kid on off by itself. And then Tyler and Santa get into this thing where they make Angie sit on Santa's lap. Always awkward. And it turns out it's Ben from the bar, her old friend that she hadn't seen in like six months. Easily.
0: Okay, cool. Is this going to be a love triangle?
1: I am not telling you this.
0: Well, oh, okay.
1: But uh, regardless of whether or not Ben has any attraction to Angie or Angie to Ben, there are some vibes between Ben and Tyler. Like, Tyler's pretty immediately like, who's this dude and why do you know him? What's going on? Even though she, he kind of was instrumental in helping her sit on Santa's lap. Do you mean vibes like
0: maybe Tyler and Ben should hook up?
1: No. That would be oh. fun and way be better so much hallmark. Better. <laughs> but no. More just like Tyler's like... I'm jealous of Ben, even though we've not established that Ben has any reason to be. I mean, he was what's he was practically into her friend earlier, maybe, kind of.
0: <laughs> right, no. I, I mean, dang. It was a better movie if it was like Angie trying to realize that, oh, none of these men are right for her.
1: <laughs> yes, that's what she finds out. She's better if she's by herself. So Tyler asks her sister's husband what the deal is between Ben and Angie. And the sister's husband is like, they're old friends. Also, it was her first kiss, I hear. And I was like, who tells the ex-boyfriend that?
0: Uh, a bad friend <laughs> slash weird, sister. Like,
1: yeah, what a weird thing to be like, yeah, new boyfriend of Angie's, that guy in there was her first kiss. <laughs>
0: Go get her off his lap that you insisted she sit on.
1: Yeah, but apparently Ben's coming over later to help decorate because he's a big family friend and was practically raised with them. So later at decorating, Tyler is now clearly jealous of Ben, though Angie, again, shows absolutely no interest in him whatsoever.
0: Tyler needs to grow the heck up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's like immediately jealous. It's very weird. This would be a red flag for me. I'd be like, you need to not do this. (laughs) I
0: have male friends. You need to deal with that. Like I'm gonna have friends of all different genders, so deal.
1: Yeah, it's bizarre. And he asks her what their past is, and she says, "Well, they kissed when they were 11." He kind of like jokes about it, like you know, big deal because we're 11, <laughs> we're hot stuff. And he was right. raised by his grandma, and her parents were like surrogate parents, so she he's included in all of these
0: things. So her first kiss was a surrogate brother, essentially. Great.
1: <laughs> I mean, they they weren't raised in the same house. Or I, anything. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> I just want this to get weirder. I want, like, more Tyler not- and Ben hookup stuff. I want more edible things going on. I want this to turn into a real, like, depraved and weird movie. But I know it's Hallmark, so it's not going to happen.
1: It's 100% rated, like, G or something. I'm not Hallmark. even sure if it's Hallmark.
0: Hallmark is sub-G. If there was a rating <laughs> lower than G, it would be Hallmark.
1: So that night, they're watching this movie. I'm going to tell you now, because it starts to do it about now, is, like, really short scenes and it bounces throughout the day so it's like no scene lasts longer than a minute you know
0: so it's a bunch of little cicado vignettes of like going through the days
1: yeah that night so they're watching movies that night with the family and andy tries to get her dad to come snuggle on the couch with her mom who has like the dog in her lap and he's like nah i'm good sitting over here yeah, why that awkward? Knowing that they divorce. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: also, why are you trying to get your parents to snuggle? Like, let them be.
1: I think she's trying to like get them to be together because she's like afraid they're going to divorce in the future, which they do. She knows that comes to pass.
0: Oh, so this is not, this is not just like oh, you guess she's like this is a ploy, like a parent trap.
1: Yeah, a little bit parent trappy, but at this point, she thinks her parents are totally fine, so she's like, "Well, that's kind of weird that he, they, they're not they're Your not." Your rose snuggling. colored
0: glasses, Angie they're they're blinding you to the how terrible the past always is.
1: Exactly that. And so they're watching the movie, and she ends up falling asleep on on Tyler on the couch, and when she wakes up, she's back on the train.
0: Okay, <laughs> we're doing this, I guess. <laughs>
1: That was my reaction. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 so good job, movie, because I did not see that coming. I thought she'd have her whole block, because that's usually what happens in the 10 yeah. years in the past. And I'm surprised she's on the train again. <laughs>
0: <for> <laughs> well done. You got one on <laughs> us, movie. To Hallmark, we underestimated you barely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's a commercial break. I could tell because it faded in and faded back out.
0: Yeah, of course. <laughs> I love those.
1: <laughs> so she is sitting across from Christopher Lloyd, and she's like, was. Was that it?
0: <laughs> and he's like, well, how should I know? Hilarious. I'm just a train conductor.
1: <laughs> I would love if that was flawed. <laughs> she had like half a day home.
0: <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm sorry. You really, you had half a day to figure this out and you, <laughs> you wasted not. it all falling asleep on the couch and you missed your opportunity. So that's it. Sorry. Yeah, game over.
1: This, you know, this movie actually had some funny bits to it. And this like her weird personality is actually kind of a highlight in some of these scenes. because She's just like, what is going on? <laughs>
0: That's so good.
1: Yeah. And he's like, are you having a good holiday? And she's like, I don't wonder what's happening. I don't understand. And he's like, well, you don't need to understand it. Just appreciate it. And she's like, man, I really do. But I do want to go back to New York. Any chance this train could take me to New York?
0: That would be amazing. Like, just just pull a U-turn or whatever.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, I can take you back. Let me see your ticket. He pulls it out. It does not say round trip. And he declines (laughs) her.
0: What? Like, just? it you say round on it?
1: It just still says round, and like half of it's kind of just disappeared. Like, the front no half look at all that! There, be like back half gone.
0: That's like very, you have half a ticket here that says round. Like, also, she could just buy another ticket on the train. Like, okay, let me buy a return ticket.
1: Nope, none of that's going to work. This is the only ticket that will get you back through time, Sam. There's one time ticket.
0: <laughs> Nonsense. Shenanigans. <laughs>
1: Like, Christopher Lloyd can make all the rules he wants. He's in charge of time. He's basically the Shrike.
0: <laughs> He's... Oh, oh, I would watch that movie. Christopher Lloyd as the Shrike. Dan DeVito as Martin Salinas. We're really casting this Hyperion movie so well.
1: <laughs> I'd watch that.
0: Oh, you would watch the heck out of that. I know you.
1: So he tells her that she's probably supposed to put some... like to- Get something figured out by Christmas Eve because that's usually how these things work. And she's okay, like,
0: sure.
1: <laughs> she's just very casual, like eh, probably Christmas Eve. I mean. That's how magic works, right? Yeah. And she's like, the proposal, right? That's it. Because that happened before Christmas Eve. It, like, that has to be it. That's the only major thing going on this weekend, this week that I'm at home. And obviously, I'm supposed to accept the proposal and change my future and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, shrug.
0: <laughs> no. You're you the least out helpful <laughs> magical guide here ever, Mr. Lloyd, sir.
1: Gotta learn your lessons yourself, lady.
0: I find it very fun if he's like... I don't really care. I'm just here for the donuts.
1: <laughs> kind of seems like it. Then the train re-arrives back at the station, and she steps off, and then she walks through some kind of, like, portal. Uh, She glimmers. And she's
0: back on day two? Like, what's going on? No,
1: and her clothes change, and it's just, like, the next morning, I think. <laughs> seems like it's the next day in the story.
0: Like, th- that's a really complicated way just to cut an evening out of the movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, she, like, was fell asleep on the couch, and then she wakes up, it's so the next morning, and she's in front of Santa's workshop, and this is where I got confused, because I was like, did the train take her to Santa's workshop? Right. But later, I think it's the train is just genuinely, like, next to Santa's workshop. <laughs> it's where the train comes off, I guess. Maybe
0: I'm wrong, but they could have just had Christopher Lloyd, like, as a townsperson of some kind, and give her that exposition about by Christmas Eve, and do, like, an elliptical edit to her the next day. Like, I don't know why I keep going back to the train.
1: Because it's great, Sam. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry.
0: My mistake. Better <laughs> funny choice. funny
1: every time. <laughs> okay. So like I said, she's in the tree farm. She's in Santa's workshop. It is like super early in the morning, just after dawn, I believe is what we find out. And the train just disappears. And she like goes- fades away? Fades away. Just pop. She turns around. It's not there. (laughs) Perfect. And she goes inside to Santa's workshop and Ben is there. Why is he there, Don, you ask? Because he's looking for a tree shipment that's coming in. I guess he also works there. He's not just Santa. I don't know.
0: Tree shipment. Cool. Mm -hmm.
1: And Ben is like, why are you here? It's super early. And she's like, I don't know.
0: (laughs) I came here to deck your (laughs) halls.
1: And she wonders if him being there is a sign that she's supposed to tell him from like the time universe. And he is. He, she says this basically out loud. She's like, "I wonder if I'm supposed to tell you about what's happening because you're here." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" Like, Again, yeah. she says everything out loud. Also,
0: what a terrible sign! <laughs> this man is at his job, which you have come to. That's a sign.
1: <laughs> and he promises he will keep any secrets because they like reminisce about old times and all the like jokes they had and secrets and blah 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 and how similar they are. And she blurts out, I'm from the future. And he's like, and you're here to terminate me? <laughs> That's Pretty a funny good line. line. <laughs> a solid line. I
0: like Ben way more than Tyler right now. The two I of them are the very jealousy.
1: funny. Very funny. Yeah. They were the best part of the movie. I was like genuinely laughing at some of their lines. So she tries to convince him. And he's wondering if she's like creating a metaphor about, <laughs> like, she's so like, what? You're like, from the future. But they agree that they'll go talk it out over food. So meanwhile, Tyler has woken up, he comes down, he's like, where's Angie? Oh, she left early this morning. She's, you know, isn't, I guess, she's not here, <laughs> I assume. Not. I don't know why her dad would know that, because she was in bed with Tyler. So that's confusing to me. <laughs> and not like he saw the daughter leave. Unless he's like uh, spying
0: on them creepily. <laughs>
1: yeah, weird. And then Tyler decides this is the time to ask her dad if it's okay if he proposes marriage, which,
0: Boo. man, that's a ritual. I hate that. that exists. <laughs> yep. The only one you should ask if you should marry them is the person you're trying to marry.
1: Yeah, man. And I'm like, come on, Albert. Do better. It's a, this is a newer movie.
0: Right. And like... Fine. If you talk to your partner, they say yes, but also I want you to get my parents' blessing because it's important to me. That's fine. But like, talk to them first, your partner. Yeah. And who knows?
1: Maybe they did have this conversation already. And, you know, who knows? But I I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it.
0: To contrast with a movie that does it better would be Meet the Parents, where he's about to propose to her. She's like, I really want someone to get my father's blessing, which I would take as a red flag, but he's on board, I guess. So (laughs) fine.
1: So, Ben, back with Ben and Angie, they're eating food, talking about the future thing. Ben is clearly not buying it, but as a good friend, he's going with it. Is Um, she going
0: to be, like, predicting, like, the Yankees are going to win 10 Not quite that
1: specific. She's just trying to remember, like, anything that happened during the course of that Christmas week that, like, 10 years ago, while her and Ben were, you know, together 10 years ago. Like, what are events that happened that I can, like, prove? Question. Yes.
0: This movie takes place in what year?
1: 2011. I mean, the movie sets in 2021, but it drops back to 2011.
0: Okay, fine. Were there any major like, oh, there's going to be an earthquake in some place or whatever? Over the course of this week. Yeah, which (laughs) would have been a real tragedy. Like, I know all the horrible things that are happening this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this is just a random week in her life. And I, I believe it would be hard to like, yeah, to remember anything that happened during that week. So she finally recalls that he chokes on a gumdrop and she ends up doing a Heimlich maneuver on him and saves his life, quote unquote, at the gingerbread house party, which is that night. Yeah. She's like, you choke on a gumdrop tonight. Wouldn't
0: that change it? Like butterfly effect? He's not going to choke. He's going to be thinking about it. Give
1: Ben more credit, Sam.
0: Nope. Nope. I'm not going to do that.
1: (laughs) And Ben's like, what if I don't choke on the gumdrop? What if I now have the power to change the future? And she's like- Uh, I don't care if you have the power to change the future, use it wisely, whatever. But also, you will choke on the gumdrop. I can feel it in my soul. How does she know? I don't know. She's so confident. She's like, you're going to choke on it. And he's like, why would I even eat a gumdrop now?
0: (laughs) I give this movie all the points if he's like, picks up a gumdrop as like, taunting her like, oh. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. And then, like, throws it at her. <laughs> and nothing happens. Like, he doesn't choke on it.
1: Yeah, this scene's actually kind of fun. At the party, her dad is notably missing. And her mom's like, he's probably off shoveling snow or something. He needs a lot of alone time right now. Is
0: that a metaphor for plowing? No. I think she's
1: just saying he's off doing things. He hasn't been as family-oriented as usual. and So obviously, everything's not happy in Parrotland. And then during this conversation, Ben picks up the gumdrop bowl, and he's like, Anybody want a gumdrop? And he, like, stares at Angie. (laughs) And they they all decline, and they're kind of, like, looking at him weird because he's being so, like, overt about it. And Angie's like, They're good. Why don't you have one?
0: (laughs) No, because <laughs> I have like, free will.
1: He goes back and forth. He like he picks one up, he puts it back. He puts it. He's like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, he like, can't decide if he should eat it or not.
0: <laughs> Just funny. don't eat it. Just don't eat it.
1: But then some okay. So then, like the conversation shifts, the camera shifts over, and then they're talking about the the dad or something else. And then suddenly Ben starts choking on a cum drop. Tr-
0: <laughs> How? <laughs> I don't Did know, he must eat have one? Put one in his mouth. <laughs> What? Ben, you fool. You absolute <laughs> moron. This is your own fault.
1: <laughs> and it's so funny because Angie very casually is like, "Um, so, are you choking on a gumdrop? <laughs> and she just Absolutely like very insane. slowly walks over to him like, oh, you having a hard time, sweetie? <laughs> like, totally. Like, if I, told I was Ben, <laughs>
0: you. I would not buy this as proof of future powers because well, like this could be a, you planted this idea in my head. So yeah. like. And I'm, I'm I'm bad at eating things in general, and I choke a lot on, like, you know, <laughs> my own saliva. So I'm not particularly like, oh, I'm joking a gun. This is way out of the ordinary for me. So I'm like, this doesn't prove future power. It just proves, like... The fact that if you suggest something to somebody, it's going to be in their head all day and they can make it happen.
1: Oh, that's not what happens because it's a movie and we only have an hour and a half to get through it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, she goes, she does the and leg, and the gumdrop shoots across the table and lands on Tyler, which was pretty funny too. I don't Aww. know why I didn't see that coming, but I didn't. It was funny.
0: Okay, great. I'm glad you enjoyed this movie so much, Danielle. <laughs>
1: the scene was very funny. Just like the casual way that like they have a lot of chemistry, Ben and Angie. Just like okay. as good friends, you can tell that they're just like, they. They, I totally buy that they've known each other their whole lives. So they just, they That's have that excellent. energy. Yeah. So good job on the two actors there. And so basically they like step outside on the porch and she's like, I told you so. And now Ben is on board.
0: I would not be on board. I'd be like, that proves nothing.
1: <laughs> well, he is.
0: One data point is not a trend. <laughs>
1: And then Angie is like, okay, so I think I have to say yes to Tyler's proposal to like get out of this this time drop back you know, That's ten years. nonsense And Ben is like, wait, what? <laughs> like he's gonna propose? Like you're gonna you're gonna marry this guy? I thought that we like had something. And Angie's like, us? No. If everyone who likes Coldplay and lasagna ended up together, like everybody would be together.
0: Okay. Wow. Uh I like Ben less now because <laughs> she is actively dating someone else, and he's just like, she'll dump him eventually, and then she's mine. Like, that's that creepy, yeah, like, it is. Your <laughs> friend with intentions for more, but never tell you about it, and then get mad when you date somebody else. Like, no, Ben is one of those, like, nice guys. I don't like it.
1: To his credit, I don't think he's actually mad about her dating other people. I think he's just surprised that she's going to marry. I think I'm sure he probably thought she was a passing thing, but I agree. If you're into the, your friend, like, and they, you get into this quickly, but it basically they dated a little bit in the past.
0: Right, we got that, and they didn't work out. Move on.
1: Right, That like, yeah, if you're still into her, then you need to tell her you're still into her, and not like hope that she's gonna break up with her boyfriend at some point. What's the plan oh, just like, then?
0: Except like, that she's not into you, and move on, and like that's it's not like oh, I'm always gonna be into her forever.
1: Yeah, and, and Angie is clearly like, I don't like you and he's like i like you she's like well too bad but he's supportive after that i'm spoiler he's not like crazy
0: good at least he takes it well i suppose
1: yeah, he just kind of goes with it. So Angie's like, well, we tried dating. And he goes, yeah, but you didn't really take it seriously. It's like you weren't really...
0: Were they like 12? Who I don't, cares? I don't
1: know. I don't know. Maybe they dated after that. And she just kind of ignores him and she walks him through how the proposal is supposed to go, which is this fancy dinner. And he proposes with a, um ring and the champagne glass. And Ben is obviously very against all of this plan, but, you know, accepts that that's what she's going to do.
0: Well, I mean, I guess. But what a terrible loop that would be like, hey... You didn't want to marry this guy then, but you're going to have to if you want to escape this prison of time. (laughs) Like, that would make me want to marry them even less. I'd be like, no, thank you. I don't need you to try to force me to marry somebody, universe.
1: But it's clear. I didn't make it super clear when I was talking about it, but it is clear in the movie that like, she kind of regrets that she said no to the proposal.
0: Okay. Well, if she wants to marry him, that's fine.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if she's thought this whole thing through, but I think she feels like, oh, I regretted saying no to this proposal because he turned into such a great guy and like he's famous and i miss him and i think about him a lot and now i get sent back in time to this exact moment what are the chances
0: Okay, fine.
1: So that night, Tyler takes Angie out to eat at a fancy restaurant, just like before. But Ooh. this time, for some reason, he doesn't put the ring in her champagne glass, but instead wants to celebrate a phone call he got earlier where he got a promotion.
0: Also, the ring in the champagne glass is a good way to have someone swallow a ring.
1: <laughs> yeah, Ben is like, uh, that's a dumb way to propose. <laughs> He's like such I'm with a Ben on this one. <laughs>
0: Hiding rings in people's consumables, food, drinks, whatever. It's just dangerous and dumb. So yeah, I'm sorry.
1: So Tyler has to leave the next day briefly for the day to go sign some paperwork for the promotion. Um, and she's like weirded out that it went differently. She's like, what did I change? Like, why is it any different than it was the time before? Everything else has happened about
0: the same. What I would think about this is that, yes, you can change how things play out. And now the gumdrop thing was just a coincidence. Like, it was, again, <laughs> it was, Like I put it into his head. I'm sure he didn't choke on it the same way he did in the past, yeah, right? Yeah, no idea. Because so like, otherwise you would have been gloating on him choking 10 years ago when she didn't know about the future, yada, 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 so.
1: She should have written it down on a piece of paper and told him he could open it after the gingerbread house that, night.
0: <laughs> See, that's a really good idea. <laughs> see, that would have been much more convincing.
1: Because then he wouldn't have had it in his head that he might choke on it.
0: Yeah, exactly right. That, I mean, that would have been a better ploy, but a less fun scene.
1: Yes, it was a pretty funny scene. So that night, she's talking to her mom, Angie's talking to her mom, and she finds out that her sister has been trying to do IVF, but it isn't going super well. And she had no idea about this from the past. Like this, this was an ongoing issue. And she asks about her, her mom and her dad and how their relationship is. And her mom's just like, Oh, we're going through some things. You know, we've been married a long time and all the kids are out of the house. It's just, you know, we're kind of readjusting. Yeah. And Angie looks at an old photo and notices that the dress her mom has on in the picture is the one from the closet that she saw. The red dress. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, sure.
1: And so on her way back to her bedroom, she ends up overhearing a conversation between her sister and her brother-in-law that the uh, last remaining embryos for the IVF didn't take. And then she feels bad that she's overhearing this conversation, so she ends up walking away very loudly, not sneaking away. Stomping away, and they all say. notice, right? Yeah, her. They immediately stop the conversation, and her sister goes off, you know, after her, basically. And Angie's like, "Why didn't you tell me about this? I would have liked to be there to, su- you know, support you." During you would this- have been
0: there. You're never home, yada, yada, yada.
1: Yeah, and Angie's like shocked to find out that her sister doesn't think that they're close. She's like, "I remember being very close during this year."
0: <laughs> you are a moron, Angie. I'm sorry, but and like. It's-
1: Crazy, because apparently she hasn't even told her sister about Tyler. Like, she found out because Tyler was coming to this Christmas.
0: So you don't tell your sister about your soon-to-be fiancé, like you're that far along and you're bringing them to Christmas, and it's like, surprise, here's my boyfriend. You're like, why aren't we close? Yeah, it's bizarre. Like, I was like, what
1: reality do you live in where you think you're close to your sister We you have no idea about her fertility struggles, and you haven't told her about your potential fiancé? <laughs> like-
0: this woman is crazy.
1: <laughs> Weird. So Angie's like, okay, I'm turning over to leaf. Going to be a better sister. Like, obviously, I have a lot of work to do. And her sister suggests that maybe Tyler didn't propose like Angie had suspected. Not that she knows that it happened in the past, but, you know, she that's what Angie says. And I thought he was going to propose tonight. And is because he actually saw her when she was talking to Ben out on the porch earlier when they were discussing the future. And he clearly was like, threatened and jealous by that conversation. You could see it on his face when he was watching.
0: So if she had just handed the paper and let the choking go down as normal, it probably would have been fine?
1: Maybe. I mean, Tyler's been kind of jealous of Ben the whole time, but yeah. Was that also true in the
0: past? Because... You think I she would have been prepared for that?
1: I do not know the answer to that. Maybe she just didn't I notice the past, Like, time. the past
0: of the unadulterated future. I know what future. you're
1: asking,
0: yeah. I'm just clarifying. <laughs> cause it's, it's, I'm saying nonsense, it feels like.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Ben was there. I don't know if... Well, he must have been there because he choked on the gumdrops. But I don't know. Maybe she... Maybe she wasn't talking to Ben as much because there was no future weird thing going on. So maybe it was just like normal interactions. Because the reason like he doesn't is because he sees them on the porch having a private conversation. So she, Angie, hatches a plan to have Ben fake date someone to like make him non-threatening to red flag Tyler.
0: (laughs) Do you know how to solve this problem? Talk to your fiance. (laughs) Yeah
1: wild or like nope, soon to be whatever dating sam just say
0: <laughs> i'm friends with ben grow up to your fiance your, your soon-to-be fiance and if he can't handle that you dodge the bullet yeah you
1: don't want to be married to him anyway so they invite this random character from me earlier that you briefly meet into the mix her name is chloe she's high energy and she is apparently 100% on board for these shenanigans because she's a little boy crazy, but also because she kind of wants Ben. So she's like, let's do this. Who doesn't want Ben? Yeah, he's charming.
0: Yeah. Other Way than better than Tyler, the jealous man. <laughs> Being in
1: the friend zone, quote
0: unquote. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. And I I really hope this movie doesn't reward Ben because, with with Angie, I mean, because that just is like validating those awful ideas. <laughs>
1: I don't know the answer to that. I do. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, you do. Um, you do know the answer. That's <laughs> an interesting mix because I think it's I think it's the writing that he very weirdly is like, I thought that we had a thing. And I was like, why would you think that? Like, nothing in this movie is established that you right. do have a thing. Like, you're not dating. You haven't told her you still like her. There's like no reason. But he says it so matter-of-factly, like, I, like you know that we have a thing even though you're dating someone else. It's like a weird way to bring it up.
0: You know, that is – it feels very shoehorned in to make, like, the, you know, romantic rivalry happen.
1: And I don't know why. They could have just made it – like, it was – it could have been clear that Ben had a thing for her without him saying it that way. Or, or like –
0: maybe he just didn't have a thing for her and they were just friends. And, and this is all in Tyler's friends. head.
1: Yeah, might have been. But probably not because Hallmark. We'll find out.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyway, it just it was a weird way to do it. I think it's a writing thing, and I, I, other than that, Ben doesn't act like the normal person. That's like crazy about somebody who sure. wasn't actually with. So i like, like I want to give Ben some credit, but also that line, which I don't think is his fault. It's the way that it's written.
0: I got it. I got it. All right. Well, we'll see how this plays out.
1: And so basically, she thinks – Angie thinks, like, this is going to solve everything because he'll think you're dating. So he'll feel not threatened, which why do you even need to make that a thing? Yeah, and why do
0: you have to, like, coddle his fragile yeah, ego?
1: stupid. And he'll propose that I can go home back to my time because it's dumb that you're the thing that's in the way because we've always been friends. We'll always be friends. And so, like, this shouldn't even be a problem. Which, like, you just said, have that conversation with Tyler.
0: <laughs> yeah, but she also knows that they're not very good friends in the future. So, her whole, like.
1: She does mention that. She's like, well, until you move to Manhattan, then you don't call me for six months, which I feel like is taking no responsibility for your own relationships, right. Andy. Once again, <laughs> what are you doing, Angie?
0: <laughs> you think she would put together after, like, oh, I'm also close to my sister, and, like, oh, maybe it's my fault that I fell out of contact with all these people. But yeah, no, was- the common denominator <laughs> can't possibly be me.
1: Yeah, she hasn't quite gotten there. Nonsense. So, meanwhile, Angie's hanging out with her dad, cutscene, hanging out with her dad, getting Christmas supplies, and she's tr- trying to figure out why uh, the mom and dad are drifting apart, having a conversation with her dad, considering she knows that they get that divorced. do that sometimes. Come on. And I think the crazy thing is, like, she knows they get – she knows for sure they get divorced in the future. And so far, she's, like, very casually brought stuff up. And I'm like, are you, like, parent trapping them or not? Like, these casual, low-key conversations are not going to do anything. Like, if you are trying to parent trap, then parent trap.
0: (laughs) Yeah, go all in.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. So her dad has to – he's like, oh, I forgot something. He runs off. She gets in the car. Poof! She's back in the train. (laughs)
0: Back in the – she just appears in the train again, like she doesn't fall asleep?
1: Nope, she doesn't fall asleep. She gets into the car, back in the train.
0: <laughs> That's a fun transition, I bet. <laughs> it's
1: so funny. That's my favorite – like, one of my favorite things in the movie was just random train.
0: <laughs> Every time she gets to the train, it's like taking to a new t- point in time. Lovely.
1: Hilarious. Hey, yeah, Christopher Lloyd's like, how's your ticket going? And it's still half there. She can't get back.
0: <laughs> I wish, like, there was more – feedback from this ticket like is she making progress or not i have no idea
1: yeah he's not super helpful he's just kind of a mysterious being
0: that's what i'm getting at like if the ticket was like filling in as she got closer to like achieving whatever nebulous goal the universe had for her for like more is disappearing as she got further away from it something otherwise what's the point of having the ticket just be half filled all the time
1: yeah i think the point is like you do you need to accomplish whatever the task is to get the full ticket
0: obviously yeah i got that but like then why keep referring to it? Because it's funny. <laughs> if it's not giving any other feedback. like
1: <laughs> Well, he asks her how it's going. And she's like, listen, it was great at first. It was like a dream. This was like the best Christmas ever. But then I suddenly realized that it was actually a hot mess. And like I had kind of glamorized what this year was like. And now like I need to. What did I write in my notes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.
1: <laughs> oh, so she's basically like, so basically this. Christmas has been kind of a kind of a mess. And it's not how I remembered it at all. And I need help. And Christopher Lloyd's like, that's yeah, I can't help you. That's not up to me. But
0: who's it up to? Who do you work for? <laughs> I don't
1: know. He's like, but you're back at the train station. And I believe in you get off the train.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> am disappointed in Christopher Lloyd. I want him to be more like, I, I don't know, wise and guiding, not just like hey you're still failing cool let me take you to another point in time <laughs>
1: I don't know it's kind of funnier this
0: way. <laughs> I mean I imagine it's funnier but i like I want Grace Lloyd to be more hands-on yeah that's not I what want happens. him popping up as a random people in the town being like hey hey how's it going? Let me, let me <laughs> check you. Maybe you should do that. Hey, do that.
1: You should take a left up there. Something's waiting for you.
0: <laughs> exactly. That kind of nonsense. Yeah,
1: that would have been fun. Did not do that. Anyway, cut scene. That night, they're at the White Elephant Party, which is another family tradition. Ben and Chloe are trying their best to be fake dating. It's adorable.
0: How hard is it to do that? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but it doesn't seem to be that hard to fake date somebody. Nope, they're doing like, totally you know, fine. Yeah, like you don't need to be like, slobbering all over them to like no.
1: i know they always make yeah. it seem like it's like way more work than i actually think it would be in real life because people aren't expecting you to like make out all the time or anything
0: yeah all you have to do is introduce this person as your partner and say this is my partner or my whatever and people are like okay great nice to meet you and then that's it yeah I, people take get...
1: everything at face value and just like occasionally be around each other or like yeah touch them on the shoulder or whatever you're good to go like there is yeah. nothing you need to be doing <laughs> act like friends <laughs>
0: It's not like they're saying, oh, they're not holding hands long enough. They're clear <laughs> like, it's – like, people are not that serious about – like, not, like, scrutinizing you that far.
1: Yeah, I think movies and TV shows do that a lot, which is they make it seem like what you present is not how people think it. Like, they're really studying whatever you
0: – No, you no one cares tr- much about Nobody I'm sorry. does that.
1: Nobody does that. Like, you could say literally – anything about yourself and they just take it at face value
0: everyone is too self-involved in their own world to care that much about you i'm sorry we're all narcissists that's reality
1: (laughs) that happens a lot in those plots where like a a girl's pretending to be a boy at a prep school or something like that and i'm like nobody's gonna question that it's like not People are there's a wide variety of different personalities and people. And if you say you're a boy at the prep school, nobody's gonna be like, maybe she's a girl. Like that's not like that's not gonna happen. That's like so far down the list. Unless you (laughs) have a list of potential opportunities.
0: (laughs) Unless you do walk into them changing or something. Like you're not gonna be like totally different
1: situation. But if you just say I'm a boy or I'm this person or I work at as a lawyer, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna question that.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And I think I think Futurama did it great when Leela pretended to be a soldier and I put on a, a goatee, and that was like everyone was like, sure, works for me,
1: right? Because no, like you take everything at face value. Your brain naturally does that. You're never going to question somebody like you don't think people are lying to you immediately.
0: I mean, like I'm not saying you believe everything everyone ever tells you, but like you're not going to be immediately suspicious of someone's entire identity four seconds after meeting them.
1: Exactly. And movies do that a lot. So anyway, Ben and yeah. Chloe, they're doing fine. They're hanging out on the couch pretending to date, and it's it's going well enough.
0: Yeah. I Because it's again not that hard.
1: No. And the first gift in this white elephant exchange party is this old jewelry box that Angie's sister found in the attic, which apparently, surprise, was an old gift from Ben to Angie when they were young.
0: And she just lived in the attic?
1: Yeah, at some point it made its way Angie's to Angie's
0: not a great friend.
1: <laughs> and he... Uh, they I don't like know why op-
0: Ben is so enamored with her.
1: <laughs> He's like, is there anything in there? And Angie opens it up, but it's just an old candy bracelet. And Ben seems a little perturbed, perhaps. Like, maybe something was supposed to be in there that was not just a candy bracelet. I, Tyler- I saved
0: all my money for weeks to buy you a giant emerald earring <laughs> yeah, set. <laughs> something like that. And gone.
1: <laughs> and Tyler and you seems like-, to,
0: like... her mother wearing the earrings like, I do know what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs>
1: That's what happens. Uh, no. And then Tyler just seems concerned by the interaction, like like Ben's reaction to this. They're friends! <laughs> yeah, at this point in time, nothing other than Ben's weird line, but now he's being supportive, like, suggests that Ben he is in any remodems. way a threat. Yeah, like, yeah. that he's going to do anything. Like, then in this... In this movie, to be clear, Ben puts in no real effort to – like, he's like, okay, like, I thought we had a thing, I guess, for the future, but you're now dating someone else, and I'm not going to stop you from that. Like, it, that's where that conversation ends. Okay, fine.
0: Fine good for him like that's acceptable you made your overture she shot it down you 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 then support her in her endeavors makes sense
1: yeah at least so far like that's exactly what's happening he was he was like sure i'll fake date whatever like let's make it non-threatening for your new boyfriend like he he was willing to go along with all these plans so now there's a snowball fight (laughs) no cutscene. snowball fight Another family tradition. And Tyler asks to throw the first pitch. And he tosses it to Angie. And it magically breaks apart. And there's a box inside. And Ben is like, ah!
0: <laughs> Wait, what? So Ben throws a pitch and it turns nope. into. Tyler, oh, throws, oh, a Tyler throws a pitch. Sorry. They're basically the same person in my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tyler throws a pitch. Is it a, it's a snowball, I assume? Yes. And he
1: pitches it to Angie. And Angie catches it. And it breaks apart magically. And there's a box inside of it, like so, a ring box.
0: So I'm to believe that Tyler packed a snowball Yes,
1: you see him around a, snowball. a ring box <laughs> yeah.
0: and threw it to her, hoping that she would realize there was something inside of it, and not like have it hit her in the head or something and like be very painful because it's full of like a hard like- object. W-
1: throw it at her like snowball fights throw it at her he like okay. lobs it at her fine and she catches it in her gloves and the snow just br- i was actually i actually watched this scene twice too because i was confused and it breaks apart the snow just kind of crumbles in her hand because apparently it's a very poorly packed snowball and there's a box a white box inside
0: okay and that uh, could easily get lost in the snow that's the way you lose a ring yeah. <laughs> in the snow <laughs> agreed. she misses the catch <laughs> and it's like well no one cares to go find it because it's just a snowball to them
1: I actually thought at first he put the ring in the snowball and then she saw the ring and that's what was going on. But then he suddenly had a ring box in his hand and was proposing to her. And I was like, where did he get the ring box from and what was in the snowball? And I had to rewatch the whole scene because I was this like, movie what is in the box?
0: Is at once too predictable and also completely <laughs> so unpredictable.
1: So he gets down on one D with a bunch of sports references and proposes marriage. And she says, yes, obviously. And she also, he also I spoke to your dad the other day. He was cool with it. And because
0: he's the one who matters in, <laughs> the one matters in this
1: relationship, and she's like, Great! So they all cheer, except Ben, who's clearly like a little put out by it, and they all run off to celebrate. And she pulls out the magic ticket to just check it to see if maybe that solved the problem. Nope. But no, it's still half <laughs>
0: empty. Of course not. Again, this is bad user interface design, user experience. <laughs> if you don't give feedback to a user, they can't understand if they're making progress through your. Convoluted cosmic plan or not?
1: That's accurate. And then Ben, who stayed behind as well, is like, "I'm really happy for you. I'll always be here for you," and does the right thing in that conversation. Fine. So that night, Angie it's movie fin- over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the movie. Who marries Tyler at the end. That night, Angie finally tells her mom that she's concerned about her her mom and her dad as a couple, and. so uh, Like I said, her mom explains again that they've grown apart since the kids have moved out. And she tells Angie all about how they met originally, um, which was when she was in that red dress. And it was at one of the annual big town Christmas parties that is upcoming. It's one of the events this week. Ooh. And then she walks outside and Tyler's there. And Tyler springs two tickets to Barcelona on her.
0: Barcelona?
1: Barcelona. There's a big Christmas soccer match that he wants to be at.
0: So they're going to skip her family Christmas that he just proposed to her app to go watch soccer in Barcelona.
1: Yeah. So apparently,
0: Tyler, read the room, man. Well, I
1: think. I was like really annoyed by this conversation, but it sounds like the network, like the you just got that promotion. They yeah. decided that he should cover it. And I guess last minute, which seems crazy to me because I'm sure this, um, it's a charity soccer match is probably been planned for months and months and months. Did somebody drop out? Like just a line in here, like the person who's supposed to cover it can't do it or something would right. have solved this whole conversation for me. Cause I was basically like, you just put the new guy on it. Like what, who asks somebody like three days before Christmas to be like, yeah. can you go to Barcelona? <laughs> like. Well, crazy to me.
0: I mean, even if he has to go, he can go, and she can stay down with her family. It's fine,
1: right? Which he, he kind of—that's part of the conversation. Which he's basically, like, I really want you to come with me because I just proposed to you, and it would be really fun, and like we could you know, celebrate Christmas in Barcelona. And she agrees, I guess.
0: Okay, she's
1: a little on the fence, but she's—he's trying to hard sell her on it for sure. But yeah, she's like, but this like it's a big this is a big deal to me be, being here with my family this week and like you, we promised to be here and <laughs> like you're here to meet my family. You just proposed, It's a weird time to leave, Tyler. So the next morning, she's talking to the family friend that's the one that hosts the annual Christmas party that we were talking about briefly and she wants to recreate her parents meeting at their party essentially. She's like can you get the same carolers, or you know, like, do, like caroler renew that the vows situation? Yeah, 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 like remind them of how they
0: fell in love. That's surely going to work. Like remind them of all the time that has passed since then, how <laughs> they've grown into different people that they could never have imagined being in the past.
1: This is a Hallmark movie, Sam.
0: Okay. Well, I my answer better.
1: <laughs> so Tyler keeps getting interrupted because he's there with her with phone calls. And the friend is like, "You he knows there's more to life than work, right?
0: Oh, <laughs> she, is he a workaholic?
1: Absolutely a workaholic. Ooh. I mean, that's one of the reasons they didn't get married in the first place was because he was going to network TV and she was a doctor. Right.
0: Well, okay. I mean- Sure. It doesn't mean you have to be a workaholic, but that's just like a perfectly reasonable reason not to marry somebody. So yeah.
1: It's been clear. Like, it's getting more and more clear as the movie goes on, but he's stepped away a few times for phone calls and obviously going to Barcelona on Christmas, you know, like, it's right. like a big deal to him. His career is a big deal. So the family friend agrees to reset the stage for her parents' meet cute, and she ends up getting her family in on the plan, and so she, they hide her mom's planned outfit. And then apparently that's the only outfit in the entire house that she could possibly what? ever wear. So they're like, wear that red dress that you never wear anymore. That's what and you a should dress wear. That
0: fits you from you know, 30 years ago or whatever. It
1: absolutely does.
0: <laughs> Great. What an amazing magic dress. Like the sister <laughs> of the traveling dress or something.
1: So they head to the party. The dad and everybody goes early and then they're getting their mom ready, obviously, so that they can have their little meet cute. And the dad is talking. They get the dad talking about, oh, remember when you met, your, you know, your wife back? you know, like, oh, it was such a nice time. And he's like walking through how it all happened. And boom, the mom walks in and her red dress looking hot. And they rescue their marriage pretty much in one go. That's all it takes? (laughs) Yep, pretty much. We'll get into it a little bit, but yeah, that's pretty much it. He's
0: Uh, like, oh, yeah,
1: I loved you so much in that red dress, and we met here, and we should really communicate more. We'll get into it a little bit, but that's basically what happens. (laughs) That's
0: not how, like, I i'm furious that this movie makes the resolution of what seems like years of fading affection and communication just be like a simple gimmick of being fixed who's ever worked hard on their marriage should be offended by that
1: there is a little bit of a um montage no, kind of thing no, where they're like no. communicating and dancing and whatever but it mostly yes <laughs> it's very fast
0: Every, like, marriage counselor should be pulling their hair out. Like, why did I think I just put them in a dress?
1: <laughs> so Ben and Angie are, like, watching the two of them. are like, oh, that's so sweet. Look how well it's going. I can't believe this plan worked. And Tyler looks on suspiciously of the two of them talking. But before he can go walk over there to interrupt, which he is about to do, his phone rings. And he's like, work's more important than saving my relationship with my girlfriend. And he walks off to answer his okay. phone call.
0: Tyler sucks. <laughs> but Angie has no interest in Ben so that doesn't like she shouldn't automatically have to be with anyone i so she, she made the right decision to be with neither of them in the original <laughs> timeline like Quite this possibly. whole other timeline is useless because she was in the right timeline all along like they should have messed with her
1: so anyway angie for reasons is introduced to the party like announced to the party like a
0: quinceañera
1: yeah as being like back in town from medical school this is like a town party like there's a lot of people there and she's got a new fiance but tyler isn't there because he's out on his phone call for work and angie's all embarrassed that he's not there i even know it
0: was out of the blue like i'd be like this is on you guys for not coordinating this with us. <laughs> yeah,
1: dumb. And Angie walks off to go find Tyler and he's like sat out on the phone on the porch. And she's upset that he missed the speech for them, which was literally the woman being like, Angie, come up here. You're back in town for medical school with her fiance, Tyler. I'm like, that's the speech.
0: And again, I'm not defending Tyler always being away for work and prioritizing work, but you can't be mad at him for for like stepping not, away for him. a second. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, crazy. Like, it wasn't like you said, "Hey, don't go anywhere." There's something important about to happen in, in two minutes. There, there was no warning for it. this. Is nonsense.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at him. It's not his fault.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So she's upset that he missed a speech for them, and this is an important night for everyone. It's a big family event. And he's like, it's just family. It's not a big deal. She's like, just family? And just he's like, family? Just family? And he's like, don't move. I'm going to go get some wine, and we'll do our own toast, because he can't read a room. He's like, you're upset. Question. Let's get some wine. <laughs>
0: How long have they been dating?
1: It's unclear. I don't think we ever find out. Because
0: if you got to the point where he's proposed and you're like accepting it and you haven't figured out that he has this much disdain for family, that's on you for not getting to know this guy any better.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I I have no idea how long they're dating. I'm not sure if the movie ever tells
0: us. Wild.
1: Ben shows up while she's waiting on the porch and she's like freezing and just standing there. I'm like, girl, you're cold. Go inside. He can give you the wine inside. (laughs) You (laughs) don't have to toast on the porch. (laughs)
0: It's she's not like he dress. can't find you if you go inside. It's not like he's like object permanence doesn't like, <laughs> work. Yeah, she's not so here. Weird. She must have vanished from existence.
1: <laughs> it's so weird. And so Ben gives her the, his coat, of course, because she's chilly. and She's just standing oh, there. Oh, Gosh. And he tells her that Chloe has a possible job opportunity for him in mergers and acquisitions. And she's like, no, you're supposed to go into family law. You didn't like that you went into things in the future that weren't family
0: law. What the man, like He didn't like that he went into corporate law or whatever. Maybe he'll like mergers and acquisitions. I think
1: it sounds like it's, this is probably the path he took in the past that got him into oh. corporate law. It's what I was reading into this.
0: So how did he get into this path before if he didn't like fake date Chloe? Maybe Chloe
1: still mentioned it to him. They're, I mean, friends and stuff. It's not like she's not in their social group.
0: Fine. Okay, whatever.
1: Yeah. Great question, Sam. Movie doesn't tell me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's all I want to establish. I don't need answers. I just want someone to validate my questions. Okay.
1: I just assume maybe mergers and acquisitions ended up into corporate law, but perhaps he ends up in mergers and acquisitions in this future, but it's still not family law. And the point was he really wanted to do family law.
0: Sure. Fine.
1: And regretted not doing family law, so I don't think he'd like murders and acquisitions any better. And so Chloe comes out and calls them in, and she they see her dad playing the piano um, to her mom, and then them dancing, and then talking about how they need to communicate more, and apparently their marriage is on the path to recovery.
0: It's all it takes, everyone.
1: <laughs> Just one night with a red sexy dress.
0: If you ever had a difficult relationship or your parents ever got divorced, it was because you didn't trick your mom into recreating them when they first met. So it's that's because you. you didn't
1: have Christopher Lloyd with a magic train ticket and <laughs> no, a sexy no. red dress. I mean, like, that does help.
0: That's fair. Christopher Lloyd is a big part of this somehow, even though he barely shows up.
1: <laughs> Maybe he's like Easter egged in the back and I just didn't notice him. That'd be funny. That
0: would be really fun.
1: <laughs> we have the movie, Sam. You can watch it and
0: find out. No. I, I refuse. <laughs>
1: So that night in bed, Angie's sister, they're like together in the, like hanging out in the bedroom. And she says that they're going to stop the IVF treatment. And Angie suggests that, you know, in the future, there are other options. There's going to be a great little girl somewhere out there for them. She can just feel it because she knows that they're going through an adoption process in the future. though Apparently, it's not going well, as we know. So... So
0: why get their hopes up now for a future that's going to be disappointing later?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think she's just trying to be supportive of her sister.
0: Failing the more I like it.
1: Angie's like, this is the best part of, of Christmas is just spending time with you and the family.
0: Duh. Yeah.
1: So that night, Angie's looking at that jewelry box from Ben. It's sitting on her little table by her bed. And when she goes to turn off the table lamp, she bumps back into the train.
0: <laughs> that's great. I love the abrupt, <laughs> in the train. Like, the dude just sucks her off reality again. So
1: funny. Everybody every time.
0: <laughs>
1: she starts talking to Christopher Lloyd about Ben and how close they were. And he's like, ah, but Tyler. She's like, oh yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Supposed to be here for Tyler. I forgot.
0: She hasn't figured this out yet, which means she's an idiot. But also, like, universe, stop trying to make her romantically interested in somebody she doesn't have romantic feelings for. That's yeah. so manipulative.
1: <laughs> it's great. So the alarm goes great. off and she's awake. That's great.
0: So the universe is playing like, I have I have arranged this marriage for you and you will... Be forced down the path as a predestined by the universe, even if you don't like it. That's awful.
1: So we're assuming that she has no feelings for Ben, because we, to be fair, this acting is crazy. So perhaps she does and Dust doesn't realize them yet, Sam. We'll find out.
0: I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> i refuse. It's real
1: life. I'm just saying, baby, that's the no. plot.
0: <laughs> I feel like this universe is awful, and this is an existential nightmare. <laughs>
1: Like I said, the alarm suddenly goes off and she wakes up in bed and she immediately looks at the ticket, but it's for some reason, but it's still half printed. She's like, okay, so if it wasn't Tyler, you know, getting the proposal, agreeing to the proposal, it wasn't fixing mom and dad. It wasn't being, be like, ben. having a relationship with my sister. The what is, it? she doesn't know Figure <laughs> it out. This is
0: like the worst Groundhog Day because he doesn't, he puts it together, at least in that movie, and makes efforts to like change things. And she's just like, let me just ignore the obvious. <laughs>
1: So Tyler comes in and is like, you ready? We've got to head out. We're going to Barcelona. And she's like, listen, no. <laughs> they end up breaking up.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Good, good for her, I guess. Like, before he leaves her Barcelona, like Barcelona, yeah. after he accepted the proposal? It's
1: pretty, I assume it's a very similar conversation to their first time, which is like, you're super work-focused. I'm super doctor-focused. Like This is never going to work. And my family's important right. to me. And I want to be here. And he seems... Super chill about this. Like a little sad, but like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> also, like,
0: <laughs> she's not any less doctor focused in the in the future. And it's not like you know Ben being a lawyer means he's gonna have tons of free time. So
1: yes, but this isn't Ben, so it doesn't matter.
0: I'm just saying, I don't buy that. Oh. We can't make it work with our our careers because you're a busy sports reporter. I'm a busy doctor. So let me date this busy lawyer, and that's going to make that problem go away. I think it's
1: probably a, a excuse, but I also think that like her part of her learning character is that she as a busy doctor because she didn't want to focus on any other things in her life, like on okay. purpose. She was yeah, because all the not- doctors
0: I know are like, I have too much free time in my hands. Let me focus more on work.
1: <laughs> all right, so. Cut to the star lighting ceremony at the future mini mall. That's a giant tree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How romantic. There'll be a mini mall here someday.
1: So when the star goes off on the tree, Angie has this little moment. She's like, oh, my family was the thing that made my life important all along.
0: Thank <laughs> you, Captain Obvious.
1: And she tells her sister, you know, I've got everything that I need. And her sister's like, do you? Because I found this note in the jewelry box. And I thought it might complicate things, so I, like, tucked it into my pocket, because you were, ah. you know, potentially engaged to someone else, but here. She hands it also, over. Also, the note
0: was written, like, decades ago. Decades ago. ago.
1: <laughs> what does it matter?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't mean anything, because things, people, people change over time. This movie doesn't seem to comprehend <laughs> that. You <laughs> may have had a feeling for somebody when you were 15 oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, And, like, doesn't mean 20 years later, like, I saw the exact same, like, I would hope you wouldn't because I'd hope your feelings would mature at least and you understand the like you know difference between like a crush as a twelve year old and actual, you know, love or something.
1: Yeah. I I can't tell you. I don't know what Ben's maybe Ben's told her every year since then. I still like you, do you like me? No, okay, moving on.
0: <laughs> that makes Ben worse because he hasn't been able to move on. I don't think like that's an obsessive true. I creep. think I think yeah. he's obsessive
1: in his head, but I don't think he's vocally been obsessive to her.
0: Yeah, but, like, still, Ben, don't be obsessive. Plenty of fish in the sea, all that kind of stuff. Like, like I know you know, it's can cliche. can't
1: loves, but it, it...
0: Yeah, but you can help... It doesn't mean you can only love that one person forever.
1: Yeah, I feel like if he's not going to go for her as an adult, which there's been no proof that he's ever tried to go for her as an adult and, like, put his heart out there and been like, yes, no, We're like, can I move on? <laughs> He just kind yeah. of assumed that maybe they'd end up together at some point, according to that one line, which is Well,
0: weird. apparently the universe agrees with Ben here, so he's <laughs> paying someone off.
1: Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> I can imagine he's
0: just slipping Christopher Lloyd a 20 every time they're on the train. He's like, good job, buddy. Keep up the good work. <laughs> I
1: mean, okay. Okay, uh hear me out. He works Great. over by the train.
0: There you go. Oh, I like where this is going. Yeah,
1: he works over there. He's like the only one there half of the time. He's yeah. acting as Santa. Like maybe he did meet Christopher Lloyd and like had a heart to heart with him. And Christopher Lloyd's like, "I got you. I got you." Boo. No,
0: I, it's, I think it's way more sinister than that. He's I paying think, him. Yeah, I, th- I think it's more like, hey. I know Angie doesn't reciprocate my feelings. I've known this for years. But I want you to trap her in a crazy, <laughs> like, alternate universe, time loop, whatever it is, to force her to like me.
1: Yeah, that's what's happening. Pretty sure. Could be wrong. But Way sure.
0: creepier. Way creepier.
1: Yeah. It's a shame I like Ben, mostly, other than his one crazy line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, fine. Maybe it's just all beneath the surface. You just don't know what Ben's really capable of. You don't know his dark side, Daniel. Sure.
1: I would be willing to believe that Ben's actually sinister.
0: And, like, orchestrating this whole thing as the matter. Like, this is who Christopher Lloyd works for. And he's like, I can't tell you. It's up to me because it's up to Ben.
1: Yes. So he gives her the note. Well, she gets the note to Ben's note. And but it's I, basically – Fine. Fine. Just ignore all that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> basically, it's like, you have my whole heart, Angie. I'll always be with you. I'm there for you always. Blah, blah, blah. And blah,
0: blah, blah. Confessing <laughs> my feelings. Blah, blah, blah.
1: And – Suddenly, don't ask me why, but this makes her realize, oh my god, I love Ben.
0: Oh my god, that's not how people
1: work. <laughs> her sister's like, yeah, obviously, we've known this for years. Like, I don't know why you didn't know this about yourself.
0: Sure, Hallmark, sure.
1: And her ticket magically turns full it says round trip Uh, now yay i'm so happy yay and the train pulls into the station and christopher lloyd is like all aboard and she's like i have to go find ben but i don't have time because the train is leaving
0: just why not just stay here with ben like and live those 10 years it'll be a different 10 years like you'll be bored with like oh same 10 years again
1: yeah because then it wouldn't make the end of this movie quite as weird okay (laughs) sure sorry (laughs) So she calls Ben on her 2011 phone, and she's like, uh, "The ticket's complete. Like it says, brown trip, and I have to go. The train is here. But I just found your note, and I love you." And he's like, freaking out. He's like, "I'm coming. Don't leave. <laughs> like yeah, we need no, to talk."
0: Like- well, like, hey, I, I, I had a brain tumor or something that made me love you all of a sudden. The universe did this to me. It manipulated me into it. But I've uh, got to go. Bye. He's like, Christopher Lloyd has done his work. I have to come to you. I need to pay him the final payment.
1: <laughs> Christopher is like, you got to get on the train. It's leaving. I'm not in charge of the schedule. I'm just a magical conductor. And she's on the phone with Ben. And she's like, um, meet me in 10 years at the Hamilton Inn. No.
0: Don't no. T- <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, What are the take- consequences
0: <laughs> to her to stay? Like, what is the downside?
1: And, oh my gosh, it's crazy. She's like, don't take Chloe's job offer. You're going to regret it. I love you. See you in 10 years. And she has to get on the train. And Christopher takes her tickets like chop chop and Ben speeds through the streets trying to make it to Ron time as the train pulls away with dramatic Christmas music and a portal opens and the train drives through it and disappears. Okay. Ben sees it This disappear. is the
0: craziest thing because imagine you're Ben. The love of your <laughs> life, who you've been obsessing over creepily, probably, for decades, has just told you they love you and they say, hey – I love you. Meet me in 10 years and we'll finally hook up then.
1: I had so many questions about this, though.
0: I would be furious. I'd be like, what? You're going to stream me along for another 10 years?
1: But does that happen? Because so she goes back to the future. But is there a past version of her that's still in this town? Because no, why would she, she disappear? Told him,
0: why would she tell him to meet me at? x date and time at this place sam so, yeah,
1: the end of this movie doesn't make sense because like this, she, is that the she, obvi- the movie? she no she obviously okay, exists fine. there's a little bit more she obviously exists in both times right
0: she has a past she has memories right. of a past I so assume. she was
1: like visiting her family where did she go when she just when the future version of her disappears behind them yeah. throughout her life <laughs> yeah does the clone of her remember that time she loves clone. Ben? Does the time clone know that she loves Ben? Ha-
0: Obviously, it's what a time happens?
1: clone. <laughs> Are there two of her? Does the future her like go to the future and then the future her stay also in the past and live those ten years? So now there's like two versions of her. Danielle,
0: you know who could solve this problem? The Shrike, <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> the, sh- the Shrike would have no. Christopher Lloyd Shrike would have no problem. Be like there could be many of me. I can be more than one place at once. It's fine. I'm the Shrike. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, when I first watched this, the, my first thought was like, oh, they're going to meet in 10 years and Ben will remember that they're supposed to be together in 10 years. He had to wait 10 years to be with her. Like, I was having all the crazy. same thoughts as you. But, the, and like, the more I thought about, it, the more confused I got.
0: <laughs> well, how does this movie end? Because it, it does it establish that they have, like, she comes back to the present and they've been oh, man, dating Sam. for 10 years. Well,
1: I'll get, let me get into it.
0: Okay. And, that's my quick, because that will change everything if that's yeah, the case. Yeah, we're almost
1: done. But there is a lot to end back and like, oh, no. in this, like, last three paragraphs of my notes. <laughs> so, Angie wakes Buckle up suddenly. Up. She is on her Yonkers train as it pulls into the station, her phone rings, and it's her whole family on the phone. Her dad According is her dad. Yeah, her dad is still at the house. Her sister has a new adopted baby that Ben apparently has helped her get, so clearly he went into family law.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: they ask if she's coming home, and she's like, I don't know, I have to check with the hospital. I would be like, Do I, I does she remember anything from the last 10 right. years? Who knows? It could just be like, I could have changed all the things. Like, who knows? How much what I worse did? would it
0: be if you had no shared you're like, if all your memories were of the alternate timeline, and now you're like, I have no connection to these people, they are effectively strangers to me because they've lived 10 years. I have Sam, no connection to Sam, You're getting of. into it because
1: this is the question I have coming up. <laughs> so, the hospital calls through and they're waiting on her. They're like, Didn't you get any of our phone calls or anything? You're on call tonight. She just yes, no, just like she was before. She was on call for the surgery, so she rushes over and. She, after the surgery, is telling her friend, the same one that was there earlier, that she's going home. She decided she was actually going to go home tomorrow, which surprises her friend. So apparently her friend... Maybe she still doesn't have a good relationship with her family. Who knows?
0: So she rushed back from Yonkers to the hospital. She must
1: have (laughs) U-turned back to the
0: hospital. Trains don't (laughs) U-turn. Why does does this movie insist you can just turn a train? They're on tracks. That's like the primary (laughs) characteristic of a train. Maybe she took a a really long
1: cab. I don't know, Sam. But how did she get Uh, back? Because this was like the last... I think this was the last train or like something. Was, yeah. yeah.
0: If you were on call, why would you even head back to Yonkers in the first? If you were on call, you would like get a hotel or something near the hospital so you could be available. You wouldn't get on a train and head back.
1: Can't tell you. Don't know. Uh, and she went to a bar. Works.
0: Remember, she went to a like, bar. But yeah, me- <laughs> don't you don't be drinking if you're on. Don't <laughs> hospitals have like rooms that like residents can stay in, I'm like sure bunks? They do. Yeah. So, yes, if you are sleeping call, rooms, but I don't. Yeah.
1: But she could have been like um. Sometimes you're on call and you can be home. That's a total, totally a thing. And they just call sure. you in and you just yeah, go but to the hospital.
0: I don't think they'd be like, okay, you can be on call, but you're like five hours away or whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't know how far is Yonkers from
0: New York. So. I don't know. I've never been. <laughs>
1: Like you should know better than I do. You live in that general area.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I imagine that like that'd be much harder to get there. Like especially if the trains aren't running.
1: Yeah, no idea. So she opens up her locker as she's getting dressed, and she sees a beautiful green dress inside. And she's like, "Oh man, I'm supposed to be somewhere." She realizes it's the ten year anniversary of her and
0: Ben. Yeah,
1: thing. And she rushes off, arriving at the restaurant as it closes. At least I'm assuming that's what's going on in the scene. Arriving at the restaurant as it closes because she had surgery that she didn't know that she had. So she gets a call and she's like, "Oh, I must have missed him. I can't believe I missed him. It's a call. It's Ben. And he's in the restaurant.
0: She just sat there for like hours while she was in surgery.
1: Yeah. The weird part is, is like, she doesn't seem to realize it's Ben on the phone. And he's she's actually like, how did you get my new phone number or something? I think that's the scene. And that's weird because... Because it is. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So he's in the restaurant. Yeah, he just sat there for a couple hours. And apparently he knew he was supposed to meet her. But he does not seem to recall their magic past.
0: So he doesn't recall her telling him about the magic ticket and being from the future. As but he remembers cars. trying to meet her there. Like and they do made they made plans
1: not- to meet there. They're still okay. at least friends, apparently. But turns out they're actually dating, but it's very unclear from the conversation if she remembers anything from the past. So
0: I what? don't know if she knows. Is this where it ends? Like, just get to the ending first, and then we'll come back to all of this.
1: <laughs> so he surprises her with a jewelry box and a, it's ring. a ring.
0: Yeah, of course, Kay.
1: But I don't know if she knows anything about the past, so this is very weird.
0: <laughs> She's like, You're proposing to me, but I barely know. The last thing I said to was, I love you at a train station. But it's unclear ago.
1: because he references some – I forget what she asks him. I wish I had written it down. But she asks him something and he's like, oh, it's from that party three weeks ago whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, that party. And I can't tell if she means, oh, yeah, I remember that. Or plain like, like
0: playing along. Or
1: she's like, yeah, that. And I was like, yeah. that is too unclear for me. <laughs> it's like the end of Inception. I need to know, does she know?
0: <laughs> and- I mean – Sure.
1: Yeah. So he proposes marriage and then basically see she says Cut yes. the black.
0: She rejects him.
1: No, they get on the train to go home to Yonkers, maybe. And <laughs> she okay, asks sure. him not to let her fall asleep because that turned out poorly last time. And they walk past Christopher Lloyd sitting there reading a newspaper and he pulls the newspaper down and he winks at the camera. The end. On the train. Yeah. No, he sees at the train station as they go oh, towards okay. the train.
0: Okay why did this movie take a hard right into abject existential dread <laughs> at the very end
1: No, it's so funny i was like what's happening
0: <laughs> there was an easy solution here right the easy solution is she has the tickets complete but she doesn't return she's like i don't need to go back this is my life i belong here this is the life i want to live and she you know and then and we live the next years- 10 years yeah yeah, but like, it's a new 10 years because she's, her life is entirely different. And so, as Chris Wallade leaves, her memory goes away. Like, she forgets about the future that she had and is now like fully, this is best become hmm. the Angie of the past. And, you know, and Ben can forget about the magic ticket. All that all that brain piece magic stuff is fine. And now she lives the next 10 years. And then we cut to 10 years later, back at the hospital with the whole, like, ending that he proposes. Like, we have that same ending. It just is her staying in the past and living this whole life.
1: I, that makes perfect sense to me. This end of this movie does not make sense to me. I yeah, have so yeah. many questions.
0: They... They force it to be so much more complicated <laughs> by making her get back on that train. Like, it would have been so much more interesting if she's like, no, I can reject, like, her whole mission goal, like, return back to her present and try to, like, check all these boxes. Like, maybe she wasn't actually planning to stay, like, with Tyler. She's like, I just want to say I'll marry Tyler so I can get back on the train. I don't really care about marrying Tyler. I just want to get my parents back together so I can get back on the train, get back to my life, and actually care if they stay together, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she realized, well, I do care, and I'm rejecting returning to my previous self so I can fully inhabit this new life.
1: Sure. That would have been great. But no, yeah. we get the like you said existentialist dread of does she remember the last 10 years? Is she in this 10-year relationship with Ben who's proposing marriage no and she has no memory of anything in the last 10 years and he doesn't know that she was from the future and he's like there's a dinner.
0: <laughs> and he, and she like does remember like all of their references and in jokes and like fights and all their agreements and just no just no context for any of that.
1: Yeah. Or uh, alternatively, I guess maybe you could have had a terrible situation where Ben knows that he's supposed to meet her in 10 years because future her will love him, but current him, her doesn't love him, and he has to meet her there in 10 years to, like, finally get his happy ever after. That that's could have worse. been a potential ending.
0: <laughs> that's worse.
1: I thought that's where it was going for a minute, and then I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Okay, the other option is same ending, but, like... As soon as she sees Ben in the restaurant, suddenly we have, like, a a brief, like, flashback montage of their entire life together. And, like, suddenly she has all the memories of the last ten years. She is, like, now this person. There.
1: That would have been also – like, totally would have made sense. But I was left wondering – does she remember? <laughs> and I was thinking, how horrifying would it be yeah. that you've dated somebody for 10 years and you don't remember it? You don't remember your family. You don't remember, like, she'd immediately, when she got back, she didn't know if her dad and her mom were still together. So at least, right, right when she came back, she wasn't sure. Yeah. Like, cause she has that conversation. She's like, oh, is dad there? Like, and it's like, it seems like in the moment, yeah, yeah. she's wondering so, if they're still together. But maybe she didn't. Maybe she knew they were together and she was just like, hey, is dad there? But the way she said it made it the i got you it. Like, no who knows sam who knows the end of this movie is insane
0: <laughs> i'm going to assume she is now she has the full memory of her time travel experience and nothing else like she is in this fresh she's like i'm gonna figure this out
1: <laughs> that would be terrible
0: what a nightmare the universe is really cool maybe maybe what happened was ben maybe uh, that's the sp- price <laughs> No, no, ben like stiffed Christopher Lloyd on the tip. It was like you give like a five percent tip. Christopher Lloyd is like, "Well, this is your punishment. She's not gonna remember any of it."
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: <laughs> no, either ending that we proposed. Makes way more sense than or this. Maybe and the,
1: the thing is, is that Ben, like Christopher Lloyd's, like, yeah, that's like a deal with the devil kind of situation. Like, a, your, your Faustian
0: bargain. Yeah.
1: Like, the thing is, is yeah, you're going to get the girl, but she will not remember the last 10 years of your life. Like, she's giving up 10 years of her life for you. How 10 do you years feel? of your
0: life together. To yeah. Be clear. You will,
1: like, she won't remember any of it and she will pretend the rest of her life that she does. <laughs>
0: I see, again, I wish the movie either gone like the much simpler route and had her like, you know, stay behind and like accept her new life, like fully commit to it. Or you said
1: remember it all all of a sudden. Magic
0: flashback, yeah. Or I wish I'd have gone full into the existential horror and had like the Faustian bargain you're talking about, or something like that, and <laughs> just been like, dun dun dun, sinister ending.
1: You know what? The actually, would have been like the her remembering it when she walks into it into the restaurant and sees him would have been a really like nice romantic touch for the two of them. Right? Was like he like you see them ice skating, you see them like hanging out, you play yeah, with yeah, yeah, exactly. Kids, you see her, you like. Know, like-
0: you see him helping his sister like sign the adoption. Yeah, papers, like having so- a life together. <laughs> right, and suddenly then she like smiles. Is like, oh, I'm so happy to see. Like all the uncertainty goes away. She is confident. She made the right choice, and all her memories of like the alternate future fade away.
1: Yeah, way better storytelling. Good job, Sam. This movie's bananas.
0: (laughs) What's wrong
1: with this movie? We rarely have this many issues with a time travel thing, and we have a lot of time travel on this podcast. I have a
0: lot of issues with time travel, to be clear. (laughs) But mostly we're happy to hand wave it away to an extent, but this is too creepy. Yeah, Also, very confused. I want to be clear. We can armchair write the ending to movies (laughs) all we want. I'm not saying we're any better than the writers who wrote this or any other. Like, this is hard. And I'm sure it was a difficult and challenging process to write movies. And so our armchair analysis is just that. Uh, should be taken with all the salt.
1: Yeah, and honestly, totally decent Allmark movie. It was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> like, yeah. There were some funny scenes. I enjoyed my hour and a half. I like. I didn't want my time back. It was fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, not to say that I don't think there are things that could be fixed, but you know, maybe there are reasons that we are unaware that they couldn't do the magic flashback or whatever.
1: Yeah. So there we are. Next stop there Christmas. First in our swapping
0: McGee's. I don't,
1: I don't know what we call it. Wait a it. minute. <laughs> he
0: said next stop. What, like, What was the name of the station? Uh, something Fair- Falls. Something or? Fairy. Fairy. That was it. Fairy. Whatever. The point is, he didn't say next stop Christmas, which I am mad about. <laughs> no,
1: he does not. He says Shepherd's Ferry. Shepherd's Ferry. Shepherd's Ferry. Caller, yeah,
0: yeah. Caller, oh, Connecticut. Yeah, twice. So it should have been called Next Stop Shepherd's Ferry. <laughs>
1: Not as holiday seasony.
0: Yeah, but, like, we actually see them get to – like, does he ever get to Christmas in this movie?
1: No, she leaves before
0: Christmas. Yeah. Christmas – this movie never gets to Christmas. Next
1: stop, not Christmas. He was using Christmas as a metaphor for, like, happy I things. got that.
0: I, I figured that out. It's very funny that the, the holiday Christmas movie didn't have a Christmas in it. Like, way to, like, completely tease see, it people. It <laughs>
1: everything. I think we get to Christmas Eve? It's Christmas Eve, the night that she meets up with what's-his-face. So, yeah, we never okay. get to Christmas Day. We get to Christmas okay, Eve. Okay,
0: great. Perfect. I, I like this movie a bit more now. <laughs> <That's> very funny. <laughs>
1: So, there we go. There you have it. That's the first in our swapper
0: right. Part 2-y. Well, that was an excellent choice. I'm glad you picked that movie, particularly, Danielle, because it was uh, a bucket of fun. It <laughs> was
1: fun. I'm still going to watch yeah. the heist movie. Can't stop it. Oh, me.
0: obviously. I would expect nothing. Maybe you'll do a report on that for a, a short or something in the it's new year. I It's quite possible. But if you out there have a suggestion for how much terror we should expect <laughs> Angie to be experiencing in the moment where she sees Ben in that restaurant and realizes she has no context for the relationship, please write to us at bookretorts.com.
1: Yeah, if you read that scene differently, if you've seen this movie and you yeah. were like, it was clear to you that she remembered everything or did not remember everything, please yeah. let me know. I would Maybe <laughs> I just need to rewatch that 10 minutes. <laughs>
0: Maybe Danielle just needs someone to reassure her that this isn't a movie with sinister undertones, which I am not the person to I'm, do that, because I'm, I'm all about the sinister I undertones. I feel like it is. <laughs> all right. Well, you can yeah, reach her at BookRetorts.com.
1: You can also tweet Instagram or Facebook us. Where? At BookRetorts. <laughs> there and you And not on Twitter, X. I don't know.
0: Xitter? Whatever. Who cares?
1: <laughs> we'll continue to say Twitter. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I, I no one cares. If you want to fund our – Magic Train, if you want, if you want to help us, woop woop. if you want to fund us bribing Christopher Lloyd to <laughs> screw with one of our friends in a magic time loop, you can support Selling 10 at,
1: years of their lives. <laughs>
0: right, yes, steal 10 years of their lives in an existential horror loop. You can do that at patreon.com slash retorts. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Good job, Sam. I don't want to be able to hire uh, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd for something. <laughs> Anything.
1: That might go to the towards the top of my list of things that we're Patreoning for.
0: Oh, yeah. Christopher Lloyd, uh, Prank Devil. <laughs> Great. Well, until then, don't pine for somebody for decades who doesn't seem interested in you.
1: And then just casually throw it out on a porch, like, but I thought we had a thing. Even well, though we're about not to dating. get engaged.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't do that. It's a bad thing to don't do. Don't do
1: it. Be better than that. You're worth
0: more than that. You should deserve someone who actually is interested in you.
1: And be careful with gumdrops. This holiday season.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh Uh-oh. Danielle, by the logic of, you know, self-fulfilling prophecies, we have just duped many people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just be aware. It's fine.
0: Well, until then, bye. Take
1: care, everybody.
0: I've been making my way through all those Japanese snacks, slowly. I've,
1: got, I've eaten one or two more. I have not eaten that many more, because I just haven't been home.
0: There were some mini rice crackers, which are nice.
1: Mm, I almost ate some earlier, because I'm hungry.
0: And, like, some mini Pringle things, which mm, were also mini nice. Mini Pringles? But they're like flat potato chips.
1: Wait, why don't they make mini Pringles?
0: Right? and They, they didn't taste like Pringles. They tasted well, better.
1: But, but why? <laughs> <laughs> how, how has that not been a thing? Has that been a thing at some way, and we just missed it, it didn't do well, and they Take it off the market, because that seems obvious. Little I baby don't know Pringles. why they'd be better
0: than big Pringles, but...
1: They're not. They're just... Baby. Sam, why is anything made in mini? <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb question is that?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. To, my mistake, Danielle. I'm not a marketer, so what do I know?
1: Half-sized Pringles in tiny little tubes? That is such a good idea. <laughs>